Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing? I'm excited to be here with you all today. Um, I'm going to take a minute to make sure that I have audio, and I'm very excited to share this special guest with you all, who um, we're going to make you laugh. We've been planning this for two months now, I think, right, Rush? Yes, <laughs> we've, been, we've been doing this for two months. So let me just double check and make sure I have audio. And if you're hopping on, say hello. Let me know how you're doing. And um, hopefully, if you're catching the replay later, you know that um, we got some inf important information and some and some tips from both of us today. So share to this. I'm sharing to the other group, Rush, and we're almost there. All right. Sure. All right. So I'm excited, everybody. So a good friend of mine decided we've been talking back and forth, and um, I was talking about stress management and how it affects us and he came up to me at work i believe it was and he says listen if you need you know if you need someone to talk you know to to come on i would love to come on and i'm like i was totally shocked i was like really yeah and i said and he said yes and here we are two months later after planning right so yeah, yeah. so i just want to first of all um invite everybody here if if, if you're on right now share it out to your friends and invite your friends into this space. And I want to introduce to you Rush Batai, who I've known for, gosh, how many years? 20, 20 something years? Yeah, we're on to, tw we're, we're at 19, we're about to go to 20. About 20, yeah, 19, 20 years. Well, and you know, technically it's probably longer because my father worked for the department. I know. And he worked with Bob before me. So, you know, as a, as a, as a non-law enforcement officer, I was, I was in the department well before I was a, an actual officer. No, it's so true. So I did work with your father um, as a detective. Your dad was something else. I tell you, I really missed him. He was so funny. He's still funny, you know, but um, so Rush, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I know everything about, not everything, but I know a lot about you. Tell everybody the world in the world um, who Rush Patai is. Sure, sure. Not a problem at all. Thank you very much for having me on, Tony. I appreciate it. Hopefully this, uh, this helps uh, ourselves first and, and everybody else um, that, that, that has issues. But my name is uh, Rush Patai. Um, I originally grew up in Wall Township, New Jersey. Um, graduated Wall High School and really kind of had no direction. And my father kind of said, let's, let's, let's be a cop. Come on, try it out. Give me a shot. Give it a shot. I said, all right, I'll try. Um, with great apprehension, you know, it's a, having a father in law enforcement, you you know kind of what you're getting into before you get into it, whereas other people kind of just get into it and then find out the hard way. Um, so anyway, uh, make a long story short, I became an officer in 1999. I've been with Long Branch PD ever since. And um, living the dream, I guess they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is, that um, is. Some would say dream, some would say nightmare. I think it's it kind of every day is a different day. It's sometimes you have nightmares and sometimes you have dreams. So, and it's how you cope with it is is, is what happens at the end. One hundred percent. You so you said something right away that I have to talk about because I also did not. I was not planning to be a police officer. I. Mm -hmm. I just fell into this this job and I never really used to talk about it. I wasn't one of those people, one of those kids that was like, I cannot wait to grow up and be a police officer. I actually right. fell into it mm -hmm. because I needed a job. And mm -hmm. I 
I think that that has a lot to do with how you handle the stress as well, because not that you're more prepared, but that it has, there's something attached to that, you know, mm -hmm. Hey, you're not really, a, you're not really ready to see half of the things that you're going to see. And you're also not really ready to experience some of the things that you're going to experience, which is inside and out. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, um, and one of the greatest things or one of the hardest things for me was the area that I grew up in was very, very, um, let's call it non-diverse and, and very sheltered from other places. Sure. Uh, and, and coming from a, a town like Wall and going to work in a town like Long Branch, you don't see things like that. You know, you don't, you see, I guess how everybody kind of lives. I mean, yeah. you know, when the doors are shut, nobody sees what's behind the door. But when you're an officer, you get to go in and you see things that um you probably shouldn't say <laughs> no, and then you have to you have to digest that in your mind and then find a way to uh internalize it and cope with it that's right mm -hmm. i agree you're, you're hitting all the points really too that that i talk about all the time so everyone knows that i i my jam is stress management stress style and knowing what your stress style is and how i got into that was just life experience you know like the, being being in this job for almost 23 years and then realizing that things are manifesting in my body that are stress related mm -hmm. and you know there's other things other things that play into it but no, knowing how to manage stress is a huge huge um it's it's something that you have to do because if you don't what happens is like i said it manifests in your body so one of the reasons that i started getting into this and we started talking about it is because a lot of people are not taught how to handle stress not in the ever no one ever talks about hey if you're feeling this this is what you should do and no one ever says this is what you should do on a daily basis so let's get into that uh rushi yeah. uh, what what started you what 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 happened to you that made you realize that this is a daily practice that you must do um otherwise okay. this is what's going to happen yeah um like i said i got into the law enforcement um the community um by accident i guess you call it and um when you're young your body can handle um things um anything and i, I don't think it's that you can handle it. i think that you're um not experience it did it didn't bother you um seeing a dead body seeing um you know somebody not eating seeing traumas massive traumas removed limbs your body when you're young you go well, that's cool but as you get older you start to say well that could be me yeah. and as you get older and older and older and see this your body almost becomes numb to it um but your body isn't you're, that's a natural defense it's still being processed in your brain but you have become numb to it. Um, so I, as I continued my years of service, these these things took their toll. Um, unhealthy eating, ne uh, not sleeping, um, drinking, um, lots of things that you just take for granted that eventually will catch up and, and, and take their toll on your body. So I would say that I was, I was doing pretty good up till I'm, I'm 42 years old now. Um, I was doing pretty good up until uh, about 35 years old. I had my first child then. Um, and that's when things started changing. That's when I started saying, 
oh my God, this is what life is about. I gotta, I gotta, I, you know, you start worrying, I gotta take care of you. Before I was just me, I didn't really care about me. Now I have to wife, a child, another child uh, a year and a half later. So you start to say, oh my God, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta worry, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and you're not sleeping. That for me was the biggest thing was the sleep. I would, I would be awake sometimes 48 hours, which is, is crazy. I don't know how I could have done it without a narcotic. I mean, obviously we can't do that as law enforcement officers, <laughs> but this, uh, you know, was, was a substitute. I would drink coffee, 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 stay awake, get the kids off, you know, up and, and, and hang out with them and then work midnights. Yeah. You know, so for me, it was sleep and there was no outlet and I just kept doing it and doing it and doing it. And I started to get sick, like sick. When I say sick, I mean, like not feeling well, always a sore throat, a headache, a this or that. And I just it just kept building up and building up and building up. Um, and we'll fast forward to a year ago where I was diagnosed with stomach cancer. And I am a firm believer. Uh, thank God it, it worked out. Um, it was removed. And I was one of the lucky ones where chemo wasn't um, wasn't a not, not an option, but it just wasn't a part of the protocol. I got very lucky that it was removable. Um, but I'm a firm believer that the stress that I didn't handle, didn't recognize, and my poor um, sleep and eating habits led to that happening. Because if you think about it, when you get worried and nervous, where does your stress go? Your stomach, you feel kind of queasy, you feel like jittery and nervous. So that's, um, that was the beginning is, is, is re recognizing this. And, um, just prior to that, I was having a lot of panic attacks, which for a man is kind of a hard thing to, um, admit or, or, or get treatment for. Um, cause you feel kind of like a little girl, like, you know, like, and not to say that women aren't strong or anything, but I, I was like this little tiny feeble curled up person in a ball going, what's going on. And I can't, I can't get past it. You know, it was social phobias i wasn't going out you know i'm a very social person well you you have thank you for for sharing all that rush because mm -hmm. it's 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 really deep and it's more than just a story it's what something that really happened to you and i actually know about it because i we we spoke in great detail about this stuff um so we're very happy that you're here with us and that you actually are doing well and i'm actually very happy to see that you're very healthy and that you're taking steps this actually changed um you inside like mm -hmm. and you know you and i share a lot totally. about uh, my my illnesses i, I talked to you about re at around the same time what was going on it changes you now mm -hmm. what do you think what do you think can be done early in our careers to help us deal with this stress? What do you think can be done? Um, yeah, what do you think could be done? Um, just just like when you when we start like a program for for narcotics abuse and stuff like that, it, it has it starts with communication and, and recognizing that there is a problem, um, and then it's it's I kind of equate it to like smoking, where it's kind of incumbent upon you you need help you need an outlet we need to start talking about this so people start saying well listen it, it, like i was telling you before the pre-interview in the 50s nobody would know that um this is this is what you have they just say oh it's something's going on i don't know what it is you know but social media and this outlet that you're doing is great because now you know me and you start talking just in passing you know through common experiences and I'm going to have to yell at my children. Oh, no, no, no. Have, them, Girl, have them have fun. I have, two, I have two children that are stressful. Yeah. <laughs> Girls, I'm, I'm on the phone. I need you. 
<laughs> Girls, I'm on the phone. I need you to be quiet, okay? <laughs> Thank you. It's funny because I took my dog. I'm not saying children are, but my dog makes a lot of noise. She'll walk around. And yesterday I was on live and she burped. I swear to you. And I was like, oh my God, in the middle of my life, she burped. These are stresses that you have to cope with <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Otherwise, I'm going to give my children anxiety. <laughs> oh, it's life, but, though, right? It's life. Yeah. But through passing, what we did, what we talked about, we, 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 we shared a common experience that then led to this. And then you said, well, I have a program and I do this and I do that. And I said, well, that's great because I want to try to help somebody because they would know. So, you know, I think these social media outlets are great. I mean, we see the negative on social media all the time, the bashing, the negativity, yeah. the, the schmear ads, but stuff like this could help somebody down the road and like say, oh my God, I had that too. And I'm a guy and I don't feel comfortable talking about it, but there's another guy that's out there is talking about it. So maybe I can talk to him or maybe I can talk to another guy about it. You know, you know, I couldn't tell my best friend that like I, I, I have, anxiety first of all they wouldn't understand what that is they wouldn't they, they couldn't comprehend you know no you're right you know part part of, part of what we're doing here is not only just sharing personal stuff it's also connecting some people can't connect the pieces and they don't have someone they can talk to or say this is i don't i don't understand this so part of mm -hmm. it is just networking. It's our way of networking with the world and saying, listen, we've been doing this for a long time. We know how you, you're feeling. And you know, yes. those, those those sleepless nights and those stressful, anxious days, they're real and we've experienced them as well. And this is what you can do. We're not, I'm not a doctor. You're not a doctor. We're just life doctors, okay? Because we have been living this. We have been living this, this anxious, um, stressful, uh, experience, you know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. So thanks for sharing all that stuff with us, um, Rush. I, I want to stop and ask you at uh, this question about, cause we, we've actually spoken about this. So every Wednesday I come on and I talk about what well, it's called wellness Wednesdays. And I talk about stress style and how I got into that was through one of my classes. And if you're hopping on, I just want to thank everybody for for being here with us. We appreciate it. Um, the stress style. Stress style is, it's important to know how you deal with stress so you know how to relieve it, right? Mm -hmm. So every Wednesday, I either focus on one of the stress styles and or I bring, I talk about a, a, one of the techniques that you can use, whether, whether you're a mind, a person that, that processes stress in the mind, the body, or your combination. So what do you do to relieve? First of all, do you know what your stress style is? Yeah, I, I would definitely say it's, it's mind mental. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I think you, you release that through your, your body as well, you know, yeah. and that's, it's, it, there's a tool to that. Sure. Yes. So what is your, how, if you don't mind sharing with us, how do you relieve stress? And do you do it on a daily basis? Oh yeah, you know it, it's it, it's it's it, yes. You're always you're always working at this because you know us anxious people. We we're always we process. We we're mentally overthinking everything. Yes. Um, like uh, monkey brain, you start thinking about this and this and this and this and this and this and it compounds and there's no release. So what I have found is, and I went back to one of the reasons why I started becoming very anxious and stressful was lack of sleep. 
So for me, sleep is very important. You know, it's some things are going to have to outweigh your need to do other things because it's important. If you're not you, what's the point of doing it? Right. So for me, sleep was number one. And then through all this process, I've learned that eating is another um, big, huge help. Um, if you're taking in junk and crap and, and, and stuff that's not healthy for you, um, your body's useless. Hence, then your mind's useless. And then the third release that I found was is going uh, working out. It's like you don't have to be pumping iron. You don't have to be, you know, lifting 500 pounds. You just have to get out and, and get the muscles working and working. So it could just be as simple as taking a 10 minute walk and you can build up from that a two minute walk. Start two minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. Just get the body moving and get it, you know, and, and when you start going in a straight line, your body, because your mind becomes more focused. If you're just sitting, your body, your mind's going to your right, to your left, up, down. You start walking in a straight line, you'll see that you become more focused. So I would say for me, it's sleep, eating, and then and then some sort of exercise. It doesn't have to be exercise. It could just be taking a walk in a park or sitting at a beach or, or doing something. Get out and go somewhere, even if it's by yourself. I love it. I love it. So how much sleep do you think? I mean, sleep, I just want to say sleep is very important and it is a major part of uh, stress. So what happens is your body is already missing something, right? And then the stressor comes in with the job, you know, and then it piles up on each other and then, and, and, and it, and it just builds up, builds up, builds up. So my question to you is how much sleep do you think, um, for you, how much sleep do you think you have to have on a daily basis? I wouldn't say it's a quantitative, I'd say it's a qualitative. Um, again, I was um, at pre-cancer, I was probably 240 pounds at five foot eight. That is morbidly obese. Um, I had sleep apnea, I had obstructive, you know, I, I wasn't I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't sleeping when I was actually sleeping. Right. Um, so it also comes down to quality of sleep. You definitely, if you're overweight and you're not sleeping and you have apnea, your mind, your mind, your mind is never resting. It's not going into REM when you need to get to REM in order for your body to completely shut down and recharge the batteries, I guess you yeah. could say. Um, so for me, I mean, I would love to get eight hours. It would be a dream. Um, I have, like I said, I have two small children, five and seven. So, you know, and school starts at eight o'clock. So we're up at seven to get breakfast, lunch, uh, breakfast, lunch is packed, school, clothes on, brush the teeth, go to the bathroom, get out the door. So, and I, I'm right now, I'm on three to 11s. Yeah. Um, so I get home uh, about 12 o'clock at night. So do the math. I only get about seven hours, but yeah, since I've good. lost, yeah, it's, it's, it's good for me right now. It's and when I, when I'm, I'm trying to explain to you is seven hours might not be long enough for somebody else. Um, so, you know, some people like to sleep 12 hours and if you can do that, God bless you. Good, good for you. But it really comes down to the quality of sleep that you get. And for me, before this, I wasn't, I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't actually truly asleep. So even though I'd say, oh, I'm getting seven, eight hours, I was probably getting one, maybe two. And now you compound that over decades and you're not sleeping at all. And it's going to take its toll. Um, so I say I get seven hours sleep, but I get really good sleep. I lost a tremendous amount of weight. I weigh about 178 pounds now. Congratulations. From 243, yeah, 240 pounds of 178. So um, I, I, I sleep very well. I don't have the apnea. I don't use the sleep, um, the mask anymore, the uh, CPAP yeah. machine, which is great because that it makes you sleep very well, but it's not very comfortable. No, I can imagine. Yeah. yeah I, <laughs> so sleep is important. 
you touched on a couple things, a, a lot of things, but sleep is important. What you put into your body is important and getting some type of movement. And this is, these are the things that I talk about as well. It's important to get into a daily practice that becomes your habit and it's a good habit. All right. So if you take, and you said, even going out for a one minute walk, going up some steps, you can go up and down steps for two minutes. Doing something for yourself on a daily basis is sending that message to your body that you, that you care about it. And that you also are doing a lot of things. You're relieving stress. You're actually moving. You're getting your all that blood flowing. You're doing a lot of things to um, combat the, the stress, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. And then the other, the other part of this is breathing. We spoke about breathing. So why do we focus so much on how, what breathing does and a breathing technique? Because what happens is when you get stressed out or you're having a moment, you're taking, we take shallow breaths as it is. Okay. No, we're, nobody really is taking deep, deep breaths, but when you get stressed out, and I've experienced this myself, you start, you take very, very, very short breaths and you're not taking full breaths. So when you take deep breaths, you're actually relaxing your body. So taking three deep breaths can relax your entire body and actually help you reset and, and refocus. And I spoke, I had an incident yesterday, which I'm not gonna get into it too deeply, but I had a moment and I had to remove myself from a scenario and it wasn't at work and it was just a moment and I caught myself taking I actually started getting a little tense I had to remove myself and take those breaths and I have to tell you it's like it's like a miracle it, it what it does for you just taking those three deep breaths people if you don't do this try it and I'll share in the comments later um, I have a free program it's five days uh, and there's breathing, there's a meditation in there and there's a breathing exercise in there as well. But I had to stop and talk about this breathing, right? How do you feel about that, Rush? Do you Breathing, is, like breathing is, yeah, and uh, when you have a panic attack or an anxiety a disorder, the number one thing that everybody does is they, um, the, the number one complaint is they say, I'm short of breath or I ha some, something's not right with my breathing. And they think, oh, I have a lung problem. It's not, what you're doing is you're stacking. Um, you're, you're, you're taking small sips of oxygen in, 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 and you're not exhaling. And then your, your, your carbon dioxide level is extremely low, which is, we, we, we think of oxygen we need, but it's not, we need to expel that carbon dioxide that's in our blood. And what we've been doing is we're, we're sipping and we're stacking our oxygen and now your oxygen level is high. You start to get a little funny in the head. You start to get a little lightheaded and you it's the beginning of a panic attack. Yeah. Um, so what, you, you, what you're doing when you're breathing, you specifically the other day is you, you, you started stacking your oxygen and you were saying, oh, I'm getting uncomfortable because you it's your body's defense. Your body says, I'm going into a fight mode. I'm going to yeah. start to, you're not going to fight, but your body is getting ready for a fight because you are tricking it into it. Right. So what you're doing is you're stacking your oxygen. So what you need to do is that you, you did, you removed yourself from the situation. You calmed yourself down. You recognized that you were starting to feel uncomfortable and getting stressed. So you, you started the breathing process, which a lot of people, we just forget because breathing is an involuntary action. Right. You don't think about it, but your body is going to take over when you trick it into saying we're going to fight. That's right. So yeah, 
breathing was huge. I, I, I was having all these panic attacks and I, and I reached out to a program and I, I apologize. I'd love to give them props. Um, it was through the hospital and there it's an on phone. Like a, you just talk to the counselor and it's all about stress and anxiety and they, they walk you and breathing was huge. Breathing was the biggest point of it. And I, and recognizing that you're having a panic attack or, or you're getting stressed. So yeah, just, just, just breathe is the biggest thing. Just take five seconds and exhale almost, you know, like when you, um, you hyperventilate, yeah. go get a bag and just, and, and you can do it. Um, and nobody has to know, nobody would know if you're breathing there you go. is the simplest thing that you can just, you can do to fix, to reset yourself. Yep. And it's important to reset. So if you don't know what we're talking about and it's your first time here, um, real quick, what you do is if you're having a moment, you take a deep breath. And the way that I tell you, you know, you're taking a deep breath is you breathe in through your nose and you bring it into your stomach. Okay. So it's a deep breath, right? And then when you go to exhale, exhale, pretend that there's a helium balloon in front of you and just floating. And you want to blow that helium. You want to blow that balloon away from you. You're going to blow the air out strongly. So it's out. Okay. And you do that three times. It, it looks funny. I don't care. It works. <laughs> I mean, just, really, just to really give you hurts. props on that while you were talking, I was breathing deeply and nobody could tell. No. And you, I love See? that you said that and nobody can tell most of the times as cops, right? We worry about what everybody is thinking we're doing. And there were, we worry about what people think is wrong with us, right? Mm -hmm. We need to stop doing that because you know what? Your health is yours. It's yours. You have to take, you have to manage your body. It's your body. It's your health. You do what makes you feel better. If it's meditating like I do, I never used to tell people I meditated. I, I meditate. <laughs> All right. It's great. I do. It's, phenomenal. it's absolutely phenomenal. It is amazing. And I actually started teaching it. See, the thing is, is that we're not taught these things and we're so worried about what everybody else is going to say. Oh, this person's this and that. We need to stop worrying about that and just really honoring our bodies. Our bodies are listening. Honor them. Do your deep breathing. Do your meditation. Find something to release all this. If it's the, if these two things are not your jam, find something to else that, that you like. Look for people who are talking about this stuff. Bring network with them. You know that's what this is about. It really is. It's, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Or, or just you know, and, and and I didn't know any of this before. I I kept saying, oh my god, something something's not right. Why why is this happening? I didn't know any of this. I I, I learned it all as I went. You know, I yeah. You just have to start somewhere small. Ask somebody, and 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 somebody that's going through it is going to be more than willing to help you and get those resources that you need. Yeah. Yep. 100%. So what do you, what, okay. So in the beginning, you know, when we're in the police Academy, right. And we're mm -hmm. learning all these things, do you think it would have been beneficial to learn in the beginning how to manage stress? The problem. Yeah, I agree. Yes. Um, it, it would be beneficial, but you're never going to get that concept until you're in, 10 years. Yeah. Now it, it's subjective because somebody might ha start getting stressed at five years. It, it all depends on your personality and your, you know, your sensitivity really what it comes down to. I think me and you are both very sensitive people. Yeah. You know, I'll admit it. <laughs> um, um, you know, there's some people that are hardcore. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to name any names, 
but we all know who they are in our department or your department or your your life is you know like how is that person so resilient to whatever it may be you know um you know sensitivity is a big thing and 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 i'll admit it i'm a sensitive guy i might not i come off um kind of gruff kind of uh kind of like i don't care about stuff but really deeply in the back of my mind it, it does affect me yeah. um it's our, our coping mechanism i guess what you say you know and and probably those people that are really gruff and, and are, are probably more sensitive um you know that you just don't know about so they're you know good thing you know, um, I don't know if teaching it in the academy at that at that age at that year that you're in there would would, would really sink in. Um, what I what I would recommend is uh, whether it be whatever you work, it doesn't have to be a police department or a first responder, but but the the place your place of your employment should offer some sort of of this later um, in your career or at least make it accessible to have these these sort of these resources and these seminars because that's when it really starts to sag in when you have kids and you have a mortgage and you have a car payment you you know christmas is coming you know all these things start to add up yeah. um, when you're young you don't care when i when i year one i, I mean i'll admit i took a ten thousand dollar pension loan and i didn't buy a thing with it i i probably spent most of it at a bar i mean i was young who cares i, I didn't have a mortgage i didn't care you know what i mean so yeah. you're carefree you don't care now whoo, if i did that you know You'd be like another gray hair just popped out. <laughs> yeah, I'm rocking the gray hair now. L'Oreal is like my friend. You know what I mean? So whatever. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I think um, at, at later in in your careers, um, you know, is when I would probably offer that kind of service because yeah. at, at that age I didn't care, and even if I said, "Oh, this is probably going to something I'm going to need," it wouldn't have it wouldn't have sunken in the cabeza. Yeah. No. <laughs> You're awesome. You really are. It's so funny though, what life life does, what life does, and and how it changes you. Because you know, 100%. it it really does change you, and it's what you do with it. So I have to commend you, Rush. You really, you know, you had some stuff show up, and you had some really scary moments, and you did something wonderful with that experience. And I'm sorry that you went through that, but you actually have taken steps to, like I say, to live longer. Because, you know, I do want to live a long, long life like you. And we want to see, I want to see my grandchildren. And I want to see all the, I want to travel the world. I, I commend you for what you've done because not only did you have something horrible happen, but you actually are making it better. You know? Yeah, yeah. You, you take you know you, you take a bad experience and you hopefully you can hopefully you get that opportunity to capitalize on it. And that was I would say that the the, the physical aspect of what I had um, really couldn't even compare to the mental aspect. It, the physical part I recovered quickly. You know anybody that has surgery it it hurts and it's scary at first and you think oh my god I'm never going to recover. But two months later I was outside you know walking and talking and joking and lifting things that I probably should have been lifting as per the doctor's orders. But that that fixed itself. Your body's going to fix itself as long as you're doing the right thing. Mentally, it was, I mean, I'm, I'm going on one year and like two months since I, my diagnosis and my treatment and everything. And I would say that the mental anguish is still there. The, yeah. the, the, the mental part of this could be bad. I might not see my kids again. I might not be alive. I might, you know, there might be long lasting physical effects. It's the mental part is what 
lasts longer than the physical part. I think that's just in general. I mean, we all remember our first breakup of our first boyfriend or girlfriend. You probably still have a little bit of some way of some feeling about that. And that could have been 20, 30 years ago. So mental lasts tremendously longer than physical. No, it does. It does. I, I have to agree with you. Um, so the mental part of it, um, of illness, mm -hmm. you know, it's scary. And mm -hmm. like I said, it, it's what you do with it and how you manage it. And I want to just say, I, mean, I want to ask you, what advice do you have for people out here who may be going through a rough moment? They may be dealing with a lot of stress and it feels so overwhelming. What advice do you have for them? Um, first, it's recognition. You have to recognize um, that that you're, you're, you're mentally um, breaking down. You're mentally exhausted. You know, I tried to white knuckle it for so many years and say, oh, I'm a man, I'm tough, I can get through it. You know, panic attack, go to the hospital because you think, you know, when you have a panic attack, you think you're having a heart attack. Literally, and, and the doctor explained it, your, your blood vessels all tense up, squeeze up, and you literally, you're not having a heart attack, but you are in a sense. Yeah. Um, so I tried to white knuckle it for, for many, many years and what it, you can't you have to you have to find some outlet you have to find a way to to, to manage it and i think um is seeking the resources that you need and then starting small you don't have to go full-blown into a full-blown program but you got to start small and, and first thing is recognize what's going on okay i'm, I'm having these panic attacks i'm having stress I'm, I'm my blood pressure is through the roof um and and for me it was it was eating sleeping and, and, and doing a little bit of exercise to, to, to get a release. Um, yeah, so recognizing what your stress is and looking for ways to relieve that stress. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to actually go through a couple of them. So people, the breathing that we went, that I just spoke about and showed you how to do. Uh, meditation, if, you, if you've never meditated, Grab, I swear to you, you can go on YouTube for free. You can go on our site for free and, and it go, it takes you through a one minute meditation. But the most important part, and then I want to share this with all of you out here, there's other forms of meditating. So when you're raking leaves outside, that is a form of meditation. When you're coloring, adult coloring is a thing, people. It really is. I love it. You can carry a book in your bag. Take it with you. Nobody knows you're at the doctor's office and it's a way of, of just releasing stress. You can be thinking about something and just color it away. If you're not able to sleep, you can also color right before. Um, I have a hard time sleeping after midnight, but I started coloring right before going to bed. Another form of meditation. It releases a lot of stress and it calms your mind. And that's what it's what it comes down to is relaxing your mind. Uh, nutrition, like Rush had said, make sure that you are really putting foods into your body that are not processed. And that is just my thing. Um, just eat well. If you're having trouble with that, go to a, use your insurance, go, go get, go, go get into a program. Um, what else what else would you would, would you suggest rush um as far as relieving relieving stress relieving stress you know there's there's triggers for everybody there's there's you know for me 
I could be fine sitting in my house for two, three, four weeks at a time. I, I wouldn't have any problem. It's when I would go outside, let's say a grocery store, um, you know, and it, and, and that was a, a trigger. It, it, again, it goes back to recognition. And then once you recognize what it is, how do you release? Um, it could be as simple as having like a little stress ball yeah. um, and, and just squeezing it. You start to get, because now you're taking that, that mental, I call it monkey mind where your mind starts bouncing around and you're like thinking about, you know, it, it, you almost, your, your mind starts freaking out. Yeah. So if you start squeezing that ball, it, it, it gives that mind something to focus on that anxiety, that craziness, that stress in your, in your mind. Um, you know, and just, you, you got to reset. You have to reset your, your mind. It, it, it's your, it's all mental. It's just a mental, you're not broken your mind's doing exactly what it's supposed to do. It's that we're creating that monster. We're creating that, that angst that we got to, I got this book. I got to go through all the days. I got to make sure everything's done. You got to just walk away from it, yeah. walk away. So find a release, anything. Yes. Re and the breathing I found was the biggest, the breathing was the biggest thing you could do. So I, I love, I love everything that you've said. You're just, Rush, let me tell you something. It's it's really good to see you this way and and sharing all this. You're welcome, and sharing all this knowledge with with the world and actually being so open with your okay. personal story and and that means the world to me and I'm sure to a lot of people out here. Um, I want to leave all all of you with this. I'm sorry, my daughter. Hi. My, my little, this is my youngest daughter, McKenna. McKenna, say hi to Miss Tony. Hello. I'll she be with you in one second, okay? Thank you. She looks just like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody says. Thank you. I, I think. I think. It, hopefully, she doesn't look like me when she gets this age. <laughs> oh, stop it! Stop. It. <laughs> You're beautiful. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Make an appointment with yourself every day, people. Schedule. You know, we schedule everything else in life. We schedule our bills, our mortgage payments when we're going to go do this and that schedule time for yourself start out with five minutes and mm -hmm. increase that as as the time goes but please 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 take care of yourselves because it all starts with you it really does it all starts with you and it's important to pick ways to relieve the stress because it's not really it's not good for you it really mm -hmm. isn't Rush, I want to thank you so much for hopping on with us here. Is there anything else that you would like to tell the world? I no, but no, thank you so much for the opportunity to let everybody know. And hopefully, like I said, I'm so grateful that I was able to be fixed, I guess you'd say. And I just want to be able to extend that to other people. And if there's anything I can do to help somebody, because there was a lot of people out there that that took the time that they probably didn't have to do or, or you know, weren't obligated to do um, to help me. So I want to be able to pay that forward in a sense. Yes. And, and if somebody, if I can help somebody else and help fix them, and then if they would fix somebody else, that'd be great. That would be the biggest honor. Um, but I, you know, it's a struggle and we're all humans and we all need to, to look out for each other and try to be compassionate. And hopefully we can make a little bit of a, a better um, a difference in the world. Yes, thank so, you so much. You're you're amazing. Don't ever, no, you're don't ever doubt thank yourself. you. Now, if it wasn't for you, we wouldn't all be here today. So, <laughs> thank you, Tony. You're very welcome. I want to thank everybody for hopping on. If you're catching the replay, let us know you're catching the replay. Hashtag replay. Let us know um, what techniques, tips, and tricks you use. And everybody, 
I want to remind you, take care of yourself and stay safe. Have a good day.